Hello and welcome back to the Dante in a Year podcast. My name is Danny Fitzpatrick, and today we're continuing with Dante's Inferno, Canto 26. Rejoice, Florence, for being so great that your wings beat over sea and throughout the earth, and your name spans the inferno. Among the thieves I found five such citizens of yours who brought me to shame and who exalt you in no grand orations. But if near morning one dreams of the truth you will feel in just a little time, that agony that Prado no less than the others wills you. And if it were now, it could not be too timely, so let it be as indeed it can't but be, for it will weigh on me more heavily the greater time it takes. We departed, and upon those steps that had whitened us at first descent, my leader mounted once more and drew me after. And following our lonely way among ledges and the rock of the ridge, the feet could go no more without the hands. At that I was saddened, and now sadness swells again when I direct my mind to that I saw, and I restrain my genius more than usual, that it might not rush where virtue won't guide it, so that if a good star or thing yet better give me its blessing, I'll not envy it. As the rustic rests upon the hillock, in the time that he who shines on the world least keeps his face closed to us, as the fly concedes to the mosquito, and sees fireflies down throughout the valley, there perhaps where he picks grapes and plows. Of so many flames was the eighth bulge all resplendent, as occurred to me as soon as I was there where the depth appeared. And as he who was avenged with bears watched Elijah's chariot depart, when the horses rose right up to heaven, who couldn't follow with his eyes, except that he saw the flame above, as a little cloud leaping upward. So each moved down the throat of the depth, so that no one showed the theft, and every flame involved a sinner. I stood over the bridge to look, so that if I'd not had a rock nearby, I should have plunged without being pushed. And the leader, who saw me so intent, said, Within the flames are spirits, each one wound in that which burns him. My master, I replied, I'm more certain for hearing you, but I had already noticed what it was, and now I wish to say, Who is in that fire that goes so divided above, that it seems surging from the pyre where Eteocles was placed with his brother? He responded, There within are martyred Ulysses and Diomedes, and together they come to vengeance as they did to God's ire. And within their flame they groan for the trap of the horse that made the door through which issued the Romans' gentle seed. They complain within for the art for which, dead, Didamia still sorrows for Achilles, and there they bear the pain of the palladium. If within those flames they're able to speak, I said, Master, ten times I pray and pray again that the prayer avail a thousand, that you not deny my awaiting their faces until the horned flame should come. You see how I bend to the desire. And he to me, your prayer is worth much praise, and so I accept it, but see that your tongue is restrained. Leave it to me to talk, for I have conceived that which you wish. They may evade your speech, since they were Greeks. As soon as the flame had come near, 
when the time and place appeared right to my leader, I heard him speak in this form. O oh, you who are two within one flame, if I merited you while I lived, if I merited you even a bit, when in the world I wrote my high verses, don't move on, but let one of you say where, lost to himself, he turned to die. The greater horn of the antique flame began murmuring to flicker, just as that fatigued with wind. Then whipping its summit here and there, as if it were the tongue that spoke, it let out its voice and said, When I parted from Circe, who'd drawn me down for more than a year there near Gaeta, before Aeneas so named it, neither sweetness of a son, nor piety to an elder father, nor the debt of love that ought to have made Penelope glad, could conquer the ardor within me to go become an expert in the world and human vice and human valor. So I set myself on the depth of the spreading sea with one boat alone and that small company of those who'd not deserted. I saw one shore up to Spain, the other to Morocco and the island of Sardinia, and the others bathed all around by the sea. My company and I were old and worn when we reached the mouth of the strait where Hercules signals his regards, calling man to press no farther on. On my right hand I left Seville, while already on the other I'd left Ceuta. O brothers, I said, who through a hundred thousand perils are come now to the west of the world, to this so little vigilance that remains to our senses, will not to deny the experience of coming behind the sun, of seeing the world without people. Consider your sowing. You were fashioned not to live as brutes, but to follow strength and conscience. I so sharpened my companions for the voyage with this little speech, that afterwards I could only have restrained them with pain. And we turned our back to the morning, and made wings of our oars in the foolish flight, always gaining ground on the left bank. Now already night saw the stars of the other pole, and our own so low as not to surge from the surface of the sea. Five times was relit, and as often extinguished the light below the moon, since we'd entered on our passage over the deep, when appeared a mountain, brown for its distance, and it seemed to me so tall that I had never seen its equal. We celebrated, and we swiftly turned to grief. For a disturbance was born of that new world, and struck our bark straight on. Three times it whirled her with all the water. At the fourth it lifted the stern above us, and the prow went below, as pleased another, until the sea closed over us again. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the Dante in a Year podcast. See you next time for Dante's Inferno, Canto 27.